There's a new virus in the database. We have a zero bug attacking all login and overlay files. Run antivirus. Give me a systems display. Hello and welcome to this episode. Today, our topic will be leadership in cybersecurity, explaining, clarifying, and building even a cyber program to make sure we uh, cross every single detail we need to do in this very short time frame that we'll be allocating for this episode. So we don't have too much time to waste. Uh, which is a CISO, Chief Information and Security Officer. And we'll be talking more about their responsibilities, their tasks, their duties, and what are the requirements for this position. But as well, I want to go into explaining the difference between a CIO and a CTO, and as well, the double-head role with some organizations saying they have chief security officer cso and the CISO together and explain exactly what's the difference there and then we'll go ahead and start building our cybersecurity program from a CISO perspective uh, that is uh, so getting into it the definition of a CISO uh, who is an executive level position in an organization tasked with establishing maintaining various mechanisms and structures to safeguard technology information assets and device and people for this organization and information technology and or uh, and operation technologies the requirements or the main duties as a CISO should be a trusted security advisor uh, you need to translate technical or very complex technical security language into a non-technical language so people in the business executive do understand or the board members these technical terms and help them make informed risk decisions. Uh, a strategist, you need to get involved in setting goals, determining actions, setting priorities, as well as a leader. You are not a manager anymore, uh, giving orders, a leader influence. You should be an influencer in your domain and not just getting orders and giving orders. Uh, that's the difference in your leadership now. You have to be as well a marketer in a way who present their business and talk about cybersecurity uh, to regulators, to clients, to insurers, to business partners, and help the business uh, explain its cybersecurity perspectives in that front. You have to be that change agent that help change the culture, nourish the culture and build a cybersecurity safe culture based on informed risk in the organization. So within your responsibility is determining, establishing the right governance and security practices framework uh, and ensuring risk-free, scalable uh, business operation happening as well. As well, understanding the threat landscape, determining the risks uh, and the threats that will happen to your business. Uh, and planning ahead of time of uh, getting the right team for incident response or keeping the training and auditing um, requirements happening with the organization. I won't go too deep with that because we're going to build the cyber program soon and we'll start seeing some of these responsibilities and, and work ahead. 
Now understand the similarities between a CISO uh, and a CSO, which is a little bit confusing if you ask me, having these two positions. Normally the uh, CSO, the chief security officer, is tasked with the security of people, processes, and products, while a CISO is tack, uh, tasked uh, with specific security issues to ensure that they are safe. Uh, it is very, very, very similar, and it is confusing sometimes to have these roles, and it creates a double-head uh, leadership in the organization, and it is not advisable to have it, but some really uh, large enterprise do need that. They will have one CSO and many CISOs working in different regions and different technologies. So sometimes there are requirements, but it's not for every business to have that. Now, distinguishing the difference between a CIO, Chief Information Technology, and Chief Te uh, Technology Officer, uh, the CIO uh, is the leader in the IT department answerable only to the CEO or should be, and I'll explain later what's going on. They oversee the strategic IT investment, manage IT operation, and deal with the digital transformation. The CTO is uh, the integration of new technologies. The role typically requires long-term planning and concern of technology and infrastructure changes within the organization and they report or usually report to a CIO. But what I've seen uh, these days is both positions report to the CFO, giving the financial officer greater power and the balance sometimes is lost between technology people and uh, financial people where they have their say and they are dictating what should happen and what should not. And this is where the influence you as a security chief officer should have and should uh, implement. There's the changing of the, the role of a CISO between five to 10 years from, you know, before it was a very different role. There are more responsibilities laid and more uh, work given to, to this role, which is really, really uh, excellent. So as the chief information security officer, you have to ensure the end-to-end, E-to-E security operation of your organization together with your security team you can you should be handling all the security and enforce policy evaluate and addresses all vulnerability for the company now we just compressed a little bit of what are the roles in uh, any organization and the leadership uh, of a cyber security we'll go ahead and start our journey of building a program this endeavor in developing the cybersecurity program. First of all, as a CISO, you must understand your current position. This will require a risk assessment to be performed, one that will help you understand your current security posture, understand what gaps you have and what controls you need to fulfill and answer these gaps there. You must first choose the type of controls and security standards you want to assess the organization against you have to understand the requirement of the business, where it operates. If it's operating in Europe, you need to have different uh, criteria for privacy and data and where they're stored and how. If you are an international organization, ISO 27001 makes sense. So it depends what industry, what area uh, you are operating from, all these things um, 
played together there. So the key initiative of success for any cybersecurity, or at least the way I see it, it is including people. We always talk about people, process, and technologies. And people here is not only the customer service or the services you are providing, your people are providing to the business, but as well, it's a, a deeper issue in giving these uh, your people enough training, looking after their career development, making sure they are being looked after, and as well, the people in your organization see you as their voice to the board, and not only the person who get uh, uh, the orders there and you know come and lay that down, which is the right thing because at the end of the day, it is a business, this is how it's structured, but this is building that trust, building this team and culture for the people is very crucial and important. Innovation, automation, transparency as well, very important to have a successful program. It's not just documentation and paper, policies and procedures, it's more than that. A security program is not just the framework, it's beyond uh, that for any uh, successful, at least, cyber, cyber security uh, program. Governance, which is the biggest, most important part in any program where the policies, standards, procedures, your cyber charter, and we'll explain and go through that um, uh, soon, and your security frameworks happens there. Now the defense in depth, which we explained or spoke about before in different episodes where we talk about the zero trust environment. I know this is like, it, it is a more a marketing tool, but implementing zero trust correctly in your environment will play a significant role in enhancing your security posture beyond imagination sometimes. And we'll go into uh, the securing the edge with the SASE and SSE, these are the new ways of uh, protecting your environment, having proper security architecture. You want to go to with uh, Togaf or SAPSA or any open source uh, security architect, go for it as well and uh, have a proper security operation that align with your work, with your business, that marry everything together. Started with exactly what is the key elements or a pillar of success for a cyber program. I want to talk a little bit about the cyber program charter or objectives. Started or start by understanding your department and its relation with other business units. This is very important to base your security program and answer the question, does your department have oversight of how things are implemented, configured, monitored? That plays a bigger role of understanding these basic core principles in the business. You see, it's not now a matter of applying securities, understanding the business and laying down your controls and your security around the business. And this is how it should be implemented, not the other way around, buying tools and technologies and throwing them there. Um, and the reason of the oversight and implementation because cybersecurity is more an advisory to the rest of the information technology department and the operational uh, department as well. And in this scenario, you want to ensure that cybersecurity is included in every project from the beginning, understanding and advising and influencing the, the implementations and configuration of the IT uh, structure. And we do that because of a very simple and very 
logical way, which is the separation of duties. I've seen that happening in many organizations where it's not respected as it should, but separation of duty is something you have to think about and separate the work of your teams, of your unit, of your business, and how it should be structured because that would be a requirement in certain regulated uh, areas. Uh, now, as well, we go more into a soft skills of how, uh, as an executive, you should be buying in with the executives. And this is not becoming, you know, friends with them only, but become a trusted partners with them and be that person that we said you have to be that uh, translator of complex security uh, uh, issues for them to base their decisions and understanding of where they want or how they want to uh, or what decisions they want to take and at the same time you have to be a good listener to understand from them their vision for the next three four five years the strategic uh, way they want uh, the business to be happening or it's happening understand their pain pain points and um, establish that the core with them and as well bring to them what the technology team is facing be that person of uh, being the ambassador of the technology to the executive team as well and when you do that you will secure a better budget because they say budget will make or break a department. I say what you do in your budget make or break your department. So it is up to you as a leader to have the priority set right, to have a clear plan and program of what you want to achieve and where you want to spend your money uh, for the next year. This is how it should be done. And when you build and buy in with the executive, have a trust already happening there, the, the budget will be a no issue. Talking about budget, cybersecurity budgets are flourishing. Giving some numbers in 2006, for example, uh, the numbers were between uh, 1.5 to 2, 2.5 billions or 3 billions. In uh, 2021 to 2025, uh, as a gap, they're looking between 1.7 to 1.9 trillion dollars. So it is about 600% increase in spending on cybersecurity because it is a very dangerous uh, uh, land there with all what we've, we've seeing and the trends that we have been seeing. Investing before anything happens is the right choice. Uh, the mentality of executive people is we are too small to be targeted or that never happened to us before what should we care is fading away you see a less and less of this talk in the boardroom these days and you see how can we invest smart in our technologies to protect ourselves one of the things as well i want to talk about is the vision and the mission statement every company have these beautiful vision and, uh, and mission statement for the company have one for your team that will help you and it will be a reminder for you and your team what uh, values you're bringing to the table to this organization and what what do you stand for it is very very important for your morale uh, if you want to look at some samples, I advise you to go and have a, a look on Apple's one. Just the mission statement of Apple is bringing the best 
user experience to its customer through its innovative hardware, software, and services. Straight to the point, very clear, there's no sugar coating of what they're trying to do, offering best service or user experience, improving the lives of people, empowering of the public and top quality products, and what I like about Apple is embedding cybersecurity from the beginning of any product they are designing and producing, which is adding a lot of value and setting them away from others in the market. Now that we went through quickly of building and what we need to build a cybersecurity program, it will be a very, very difficult journey. And if it's not difficult, then there's something wrong because uh, it's, it's not an easy task to build a cybersecurity program, especially building it from nothing is easier than getting or enhancing one that already exists and building more capabilities. It will become harder and harder. Fortunately for you as a leader as well, there's a lot of tools that uh, and cybersecurity frameworks that will answer a lot of questions for you and help you implement programs better in your environment. One of these ones is the center of for internet security, critical security controls from CIS. Uh, most of the uh, documentation and implementations are free. Really good place to go and start. Uh, this is like the five stars of the industry. And NIST, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, they have been uh, producing one of the best uh, frameworks and documentations and publications I've seen. NIST is one of the oldest or maybe the oldest department in the federal government founded in um, 1901 and ever since been uh, a key or the speed of innovation uh, within the federal government in the United States. Uh, most of the uh, or the popular product that you've heard of their work is the Federal Information Processing Standards, PIPs. If you're buying an encrypted USB, you will see the compliance or the standard 140, FIPS 140, I think. Um, and the most popular is the special publication, SP. And SP 853, that is the most, uh, uh, the hero of cybersecurity. And from there as well, there's an executive order uh, by uh, Barack Obama that did the, uh, the publication CSF framework, cybersecurity framework, uh, which is uh, not only for federal uh, government organization, but any or any organization that would like to implement something like that. In Australia, we have the Australian government with the uh, Australian Cybersecurity Center that uh, provided the ISM as well, one of the most uh, uh, eloquent work that the Australian government did in cybersecurity, really important work, similar to the NIST uh, and its work, but as well, it is the Australian version. Really, really nice to, to as well uh, go download and have a look. Really helpful to implement strategic cybersecurity controls and uh, aid you in doing that. And as well, in Australia, we have the essential aid. Start from there, whatever you're doing, and then build maturity based on that. Uh, and as well, we have the evaluation center now in Australia, evaluating according to the CC common criteria, uh, products and cloud environments. So as well, it's good and handy to go and see how they 
passing these products and these programs and be involved as well with the programs they're having, align yourself them with them and have more uh, communication with uh, this department. Now as well, we finished the, um, the program. It is the continuous evaluation of any security program that make it withstand time and be uh, evolving and uh, being updated and being a live document, a real live document that uh, mirror your actual environment, that actual operation and how things should be. So you will be uh, continuously evaluating your security program against strategies, against new business operations that has been implemented and aligning everything together. I think that's enough for what we're trying to explain. Uh, and uh, as always, and as usual, thank you so much for listening and talk to you soon in a different episode. Thank you and have a wonderful day. The Rising Cyber by Chad Sally B.